I think you're really gonna dig this track. You ready? Mm-hmm. Tremello. Yeah. Tremello Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> He's just got this great fucking guitar sound. Oh, it's amazing. It's fucking huge. It's, yeah. And he plays the whole guitar. Yeah. Um, also, this drum groove is... Yeah. That splash symbol right there. Also, you'll love the string section that comes in right here. It's like kind of out of key. Yeah, it is. But it sounds awesome. I mean, this is just like really well composed song. It's like Aaron Copeland meets Bob Dylan. Yeah, this the, my, the guitar tone is so amazing. <laughs> like, I'm so blown away by the tone of the guitar. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it's like this, the track is like crescendoing in such a like natural sounding way. And this is that last chord. Epic. Welcome to Listen to This, a podcast in which we explore songs we like. We research what they mean, how they were recorded, why they were written, why we like them, and why you should listen to this. Today we're talking about the song Somewhere. It's uh, a track by my favorite guitarist of all time, Bill Frizzell. It was released on June 18th, 2013, and is a song off of his brilliant Big Sur album. The album was produced by Lee Townsend. The song, you know who that is? Cousin of Pete Townsend. Really? No. <laughs> I was like, as soon as I said it, your eyes lit up. I was like, how the fuck does he know who that guy is? I was like, maybe he's deeper in this engineer shit that I thought. Uh, um, this uh, this Big Sur album that Bill Frizzell did is like the, one of the coolest fucking jazz albums of all time. Nice. At first, I want to ask you, like, what makes somebody a jazz guitar player? Wow. That is a very profound question. Mr. Madison will go first. Mr. Gordon, choose the topic. English literature, U.S. presidents, my wife, the tramp, burning dog poo and the human response, reflections of society and literature. Reflections of society and literature. Good luck, Schmuck. It's, it's deep. Like, it's, like, it's like, what makes them a jazz guitar player to a spectator and what makes them a jazz guitar player to themselves. Yeah. Like, does he, he considers himself a jazz guitar player. I think the reason he might consider himself that is because, and like, well, well, I like, I'm a huge Bill Frizzell fan. So I like know the whole like history. Yeah. He was basically the go-to guy Mm -hmm. to, for, uh, for jazz guitar, for studio sessions, for EMG throughout the eighties, which is like the big jazz label. The story goes like Pat Metheny Mm -hmm. was the kind of the go-to guy and just didn't show up to a session once. I'm sure he was Uh, probably shampooing his hair. (laughs) And, Bill, I love Pat Metheny, but Bill just popped in and everyone was like, who's this fucking guy? He's good. Yeah. And like, he just sort of stuck around. And so he's played on probably like a thousand jazz albums, Wow, which like makes him a jazz guitar player. But I also think like, this is not a jazz song. It's definitely not. No. Right. It sounds very composed. Yeah. Sounds written. It's yeah. it's almost like a folk song. Yeah. But because it's instrumental, we don't really know what to call it. Yeah. But like, what do you think makes a jazz guitar player? 
Is it, is it just exploring a different side of the guitar than other types of music? Yeah, because like if you think like and when you think about jazz music, jazz music is about creative expression mm-hmm. through improvisation. Yeah. Which that's that's the weird thing about what this song is, is because it's not improvised, but it is a creative. Absolutely, it's you it's, know, and it's instru- and like you know, maybe jazz has come to mean instrumental music. Yeah, you know, as dumb as that sounds, I think that could be like instrumental music that's not like lo-fi hip hop. It might right. just be jazz at this right, point. Right, right, right. Um, jazz heads would hate that, of course. We disagree. <laughs> um, this album, Big Sur, is really cool because the way that he recorded it was. I believe he was a visiting professor of jazz guitar at of UCLA. Course. Oh, sick. And UCLA gave him a grant to go make a record. No shit. And he was like, okay, cool. So his idea was he wanted to make a record about Big Sur, the area in California, which is beautiful. You know what I mean? People yeah. have written about it. Like, if you're listening to this podcast right now, just Google some images and, and just be like blown away. And he rented a house in Big Sur. To yeah. like write and record songs for the record with his band at the time. Sick. So that's what all the songs are kind of about that geographic area and like what it means artistically, what it means like in terms of like American history yeah. and the American expression. This is like something that about Bill Frizzell that I really appreciate is he sort of weaves these American musical art forms together into his style. Like mm-hmm. it's it's jazz guitar. But it has a, a lot in common with folk, a lot in common with American classical music, like yeah. Aaron Copeland. Right. Um, it feels like very open and like there's endless possibility. And these are all the good feelings that people used to have a, about America. Right. <laughs> Maybe back in 2013. <laughs> um, the band that he put, has on this album is really interesting. And I want to talk to you about like recording a, a group like this, because to me, it's obvious that this recording is live yes this is just a band a really good group of musicians playing it's bill frizzell on the guitar jenny scheinman on violin evelyn kang on viola hank roberts on cello and the fucking legend all-time drummer rudy royston who's like one of my favorites yeah he kills it i mean we could talk about that his drum part on this but one time I saw him play at Village Vanguard in New York City and he took a drum solo that was good. And I and I, I think like just the words that drum solo was good means he's a fucking good drummer. Yeah, exactly. That's hilarious. <laughs> it's interesting that Bill Frizzell chose a string trio mm-hmm. to be his support for this album. But I think it's a really good decision and something that I am not familiar with with seeing. Have you ever seen a group where it's a guitar player and a drummer and then a cello, viola, violin? You, could you come up here, please? What was your name? Katie. Katie, what was that thing you were playing today, the big thing? Cello. Okay, this is a bass guitar and it's the exact same thing, but instead of playing like this, you tip it on the side, cello, you've got a bass. No. Yeah, it sounds great. Yeah. How do you record three string instruments and make those strings sound like they belong yeah. with a drum set and with a guitar that like feels so vast? There's two ways to record string sections, and I have a feeling of which one this one is. Yeah. The first option is to record them as an ensemble, mm-hmm. meaning... Like the three of them around the one, three a of few them mics. together, a yeah. few mics, and the sound is one sound them together as the ensemble. Mm-hmm. The other way is recording them as separate instruments, which is how I feel like this was because the panning is so the panning's great on this song, and yeah. Dry. So I feel like in this instance they recorded violin, you get one mic, cello, mm-hmm. you get one mic, viola, you get one mic, as opposed to saying here's a stereo pair and we're going to record the ensemble. Those are the two main ways. 
that makes a lot of sense. I really like the way this recording sounds. Yeah. Um, oh, it sounds incredible. I yeah. mean, this is like one of the better, I would say like top to bottom Bill Frizzell sounding records. Now he has, you know, I I think I mentioned earlier, he played on like a, over a thousand albums. I think as like a solo artist, he has something like 50 albums. Jeez. And, and like a lot of them are really good. Some are really hard and strange to listen to. Mm-hmm. Some like he covers, like I think he has a record maybe that came out right after this where he it's just him covering John Lennon Beatles tunes. Oh, sick. So like there's some stuff that you can sink your teeth into with him. I yeah. would recommend this album, Big Sur, as well as an album from like the early 90s called Have a Little Faith, which has like some Bob Dylan covers and things like that. That's sick. Um, just like as a guitar player, how do you strike out and find your own sound? Because like Bill Frizzell really got his, he's got a sound. Like at, people who listen to guitar players a lot can hear almost immediately when something is either him or influenced by him. Yeah. But like, how do you discover your voice as a guitar player or really in anything creative, I guess? Yeah. Like, what do you think? I think there's two things that to me help a guitar player discover their voice. The first thing that comes to mind is who their influence is. Like if your influence is Bill Frizzell, obviously you're going to have yeah. Frizzellian elements in mm-hmm. your thing and that has influenced your sound. Yeah. The other thing is, I think, the technology aspect, Ooh. which I think Frizzell obviously is a master of because he has deeply experimented in like pedals yeah. and amps and types of guitars. I think he's one of the first like real hardcore like jazz superstars to be like, loops. Yes. Let's fuck with them. I think through technological yeah. exploration, it's another form of improvisation playing with pedals. Yeah. And oh, I feel I like. I love that. That was good. I, yeah. And I feel like that's how guitar players kind of find their voice is through the equipment that they use yeah, and their influences. That's a really good but point. Um, you know, I think like something all musicians can take from Bill Frizzell is like to not get stagnant in what you do, yeah. but also like be true to who you are, yeah. which is a weird creative concept where it's like you want to, you have these pillars within yourself that guide you, you know, these talismans that are like, you should try to make music that's honest or you right. should try to make music that says fuck the government or like whatever. And then there's this other side of you as a musician that is like, it's not good to stay in the same place. Right. It's kind of like you're a shark. You got to keep swimming and you got to keep killing. Yeah. (laughs) And it's, and like, I think he's just, he's really representative of that and his sound. This track is great. It's really short too. We listen to the whole thing. You know, I would implore you guys to check out this album, Big Sur by Bill Frizzell. It's really cool. You know, also, if you want to ever just YouTube this dude, that's that's always really funny because he just looks like your, like, chill grandpa yeah. who's just like, yeah, the music's great. You know, <laughs> I really like to play and just lucky to be here playing. Yeah. And it's it's just really refreshing to see somebody who's sort of at, like, the peak of their powers, as it were, being really humble. And I think that that is part of why he sounds so good, too. And maybe the Big Sur experience did that because, like, you know, being out in that fucking ocean with those big ass houses, like that's pretty humbling. Um, well, that's it. Listen to this. 